Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, um, I have with me Hayley Letzervis from Apprenticeship Careers Australia, and we're going to talk about the Home Care Workforce Support Program. Hi, Hayley. Thanks for joining me. Um, could you just introduce yourself mm-hmm. and tell us a little bit about what you do? Okay, so my name's Hayley Letzepis. I'm the Senior Business Development Manager for Apprenticeship Careers Australia. So we were awarded federal government funding to deliver the Home Care Workforce Support Program. So our aim is obviously to help as many providers as possible to place uh, in-home aged care workers. And as of June the 1st, we're also able to support disability and residential in regional areas of South Australia as well. I looked on your website and it says that you have innovative recruitment techniques. What does that mean? Well, it means that we're, we can work with the HR teams of the um, organisations. We're able to help facilitate employment outcomes by providing a combination of reference checks, national police clearances, NDIS, um, any of the requirements that, that the providers may require. And we can also pay for these checks when they're required. How do providers get in contact with you? Yeah, so they can either contact myself on 0482 166 or they can actually go onto the website, uh, which is apprenticeshipcareers.com.au. They've randomly found out about you through this podcast, hopefully, mm-hmm. and they contact you. What happens next? Well, initially, I would come out and make a visit, either whatever's more convenient. We can do a Zoom meeting, a Teams meeting. I do prefer face-to-face. And then we'd sit down and we would work out what that organisation needs and what they need to help them hire more personal care workers or support workers. Um, It's really depending on that, what the provider needs, and then we try and tailor it to them. Okay, so do you work in a certain area? We cover cover all of South Australia and the Northern Territory. Yeah, so you're not just regionally based? No, no. Okay. So what if I just contacted you and you've had a meeting with them? Mm-hmm. Do you write the job advert and the what does tailoring mean to you? Yes, well some of our major providers, they they like us to actually screen the candidates that they have. Um, and that takes a lot of the work away for the HR team so they can focus on other things. So they'd be assigned a dedicated account manager and that account manager would actually share a live spreadsheet with their HR team and they would be able to look at where the candidate's up to when it comes to the clearances and we've done the screening, we think that they're suitable for the organisation and then the account manager will actually get back to the HR and they have a really close relationship obviously and organise um, interview times. So do you take part in the interview process? We take care of the interviews when we do the advertising. Okay, so we do all the advertising. We actually, if, if the, the um, provider is based in Adelaide, we will get the candidates to come into our office after we've done a pre-screen over the phone and then the candidate will come into the office and we'll do a face-to-face interview. So we're not just picking candidates left right and center it's we pick the right ones for every individual organization obviously different providers there's different requirements and we will make sure that they get the right candidates for their organization 
So once you've done those interviews, do you choose the candidate or does the... No, no, it's always up to the provider. It's their organisation. So we will recommend that candidate. We'll have all of their clearances will be ready. Depending on the provider, some of them are happy to interview before some of the clearances haven't come through. Um, but it was it's ultimately up to the provider. So we'll do the initial interviewing and then it will be up to the provider to do the the main interview and then they make a decision on whether they want to hire. Okay and this is for an apprenticeship program always? No, 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 no. So we're happy to source uh, domestic or qualified um, but we also do have our own GTO which is a group training organisation where we can assist with traineeships, so uh, trainees. Um, or they can be hired directly through the organisation as well if they want to take on trainees. Okay, so how does how does that work? So it works differently to a provider contacting you and saying we've got these job vacancies and we'd like your help with that, mm-hmm. to saying we've got... Do people come to you and say we've got traineeships or do you offer them? Oh, we offer them. So we will discuss that with the provider and it, that is always an option. Um, and then obviously we work out the best candidates for them and then that they will go through a pre-employment program and then they will go off to the provider and commence a traineeship. With the traineeship, the candidates do need to be buddied, okay? So between 60 and 80 hours, they must have a buddy, whether that's in the home or for regional that can be residential. I know it sounds a little bit confusing, but we're able to yeah, help regional with residential and um, disability as well. You provide ongoing... Coaching and mentoring. Yes. So with our mentoring, it's a really great thing that we do actually for the first year. It it, it increases the retention for new starters. Our retention at the moment is about 85% because there's so many candidates that get frightened or they're a bit weary of speaking to their provider first up. Um, So they'll come to us or... We've actually got a mentor that actually rings them weekly for the first month and then fortnightly check-ins thereafter. So we've found that there's been some candidates that don't know how to use the software or the app to accept their shifts. Mm. Simple as that, but they, they're too scared or embarrassed to um, approach the provider and we've been able to resolve that and then and keep the candidates in there or if they want more hours we're able to you know speak to the provider and see if that's possible we're really really happy with the success that we've had with the mentoring yeah yeah so can you tell us how um traineeships work well with us we, we can identify trainees who undergo all the industry required checks before commencing a free two-week pre-employment program um, and, and this obviously enables them to gain the, the, the core skill set required to successfully commence a traineeship. Now, the candidates can either be hired directly or they can be hired through our GTO. The first 60 to 80 hours worked by each trainee will be under direct supervision and buddying needs to be available to the trainee by the providers. Yes, yeah, once they bud- buddied for that 60 mm-hmm. to 80 hours then they can work by themselves. Yes, they can work by themselves. Um, Say that if they're hired through the the GTO, that means that the provider will be the host employer. Okay, so we take away all the burden. If anything goes wrong with that trainee, we've got a a dedicated field officer that works with that trainee, checking like at least weekly. If the trainee's having any problems, they call the field officer. We become their employer. So we, we pay all of the 
wages in the super and all the insurances that are needed. So it it is a, a really good option for employers that 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 want to get more workers into their sector and don't want to have to have the worry about, you know, when things go wrong, mm. the GTO takes care of that. Okay. And the trainees then work towards uh, qualification. Yeah, their certificate three in individual support. And once they've done that, they become fully qualified workers? That's right. So do they then leave your program and have to apply for a, another job or...? We, we hope that the, the provider's going to take them on full time, but the provider's always got the choice. They, they do not have to keep that candidate if they, if they don't want to. Mm. Um, obviously, we would then look for alternative work. Can you tell me about the, the support program? How did it come about? Obviously, the Commonwealth Government has been looking at the sector for a very long time. Um, it needs to grow to 980,000 workers by 2050. Um, so in 2016, the Royal Commission stated that the Australian aged care workforce needs to grow those workers. And obviously there's a, a massive shortfall. So we won all of this, the, a, a huge amount of government funding to support the providers um, to hire more personal care workers. It's free of charge for the candidate and the provider. We're doing all, all of this um, service to support and get as many workers as we can into the sector. Yeah, because I read that it says... Um the goal is to grow the home care workforce by 13,000 people over two yes, years. Yes, I have that somewhere here. The contract ends March, end of March next year. The takeaway from all of this would be you need, as providers, they need to use your services before March next year. Do you mm. think it'll be refunded? It, it, it's hard to say. Really hard to say. Obviously, we've been um, in talks with the government at least every couple of weeks. And they still haven't come back to us. Yeah. Is it successful? Well, we've placed over 800 since the... Uh, sorry, 900 as of yesterday. Yeah. Um, since the program commenced. Yeah. Yeah. Is that successful? Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. In our region in particular, so I'm talking about, you know, the Murray Coorong area, how, how are you going with placing workers there? In the Murray Mallee? Quite, quite good. We have really just put a huge focus on um, the Riverland. We're actually heading down to the Riverland at the end of this month. I'm going to be on the road and speaking to as many providers as I can. That's in-home aged care, residential and disability um, across Berry, Loxton, all the entirety of the Riverland. And we're also going to the, the, the Murrayland Jobs and Skills Showcase. Yeah, so we'll be attending that at the Berry Hotel, 28th of September. So how much does it cost a provider to um, have you help them? Nothing. Okay, so it's totally free. So why aren't all the providers jumping? Most are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you feel that the, the program is well enough known that you're covering the field? It, it's... It, to be honest, it's probably not known enough in the regional areas um, and that's going to be our main focus now. Are you really contacted by providers out of the blue all of the time? Well, like, I wouldn't know anything about you, not that I'm a provider. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't know anything about you 
if you hadn't started coming to the task force? Yes. So it's a matter of I get out there. So I will call providers. I will pop into providers to, to get our name out there. I go to as many seminars and expos and, and, and different community events as I possibly can to reach those providers so that they're aware of our program. Yeah, because it, it really is a fantastic program. Yes. I, I tell people about it all the time because it is amazing to me that mm-hmm. not every single provider in the whole country is actually using this service because it's free and you work extremely hard. Yes, we do. We've got quite a large team um, in Adelaide and, and also Naomi in Mount Gambia, who's our recruitment officer there. And we've got Julie that co- covers all of the northern area of uh, South Australia. It blows my mind mm. that this is all available and people are still struggling. Hayley, I'd really like to thank you for joining me today. And I hope that all the providers out there after listening to this we'll get in touch with you thank you very much i'm the sorry again it's okay you're gonna edit it out yeah loads of editing so it'll be perfect at the end okay we'll say whatever you want